What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? Let's go, Clever Nation. Welcome back to another episode of Shoot the Tray, episode 30, the Steph Curry episode, whatever you want to call it. And I am fresh off of a game four win against the Mavericks, a game four beatdown, if you want me to be honest with you. And oh my gosh, I am so happy right now, man. I just can't even, I can't even explain how happy I am, but I can't get too high, can't get too low because the job is far from finished. We are in the first round after bouncing back from a um, what felt like a crazy, crazy 2-0 deficit in favor of the Mavericks. And the Clippers went into a 17,000 fan arena and they responded twice in a row with the second one being an absolute ass-kicking. And it just shows how good this team is, man. The veteran presence that looms among this team, the guys that they have on the squad, the battle-tested guys, it just goes to show how how good they are at responding. I mean, Nicholas Batum hasn't played in the playoffs in like since what 2016, and he's been probably the, the he's been the Clippers' third best role player so far in this series, which is or the Clippers' third best player, I should say, in this series so far, which is so awesome to say. Um, I mean, just all these guys, man. Th- this team has been so good at responding these past two games. They just came out. We we were able to get to garbage time in a playoff game, which is awesome to see. Ton of guys making their playoff debuts uh, this season. You know, Luke Kennard, Mirkoffi, Yogi Ferrell, uh, or Turu, of course. Can't forget about him. Um, and man, I'm just I'm so excited to kind of cover this episode. Um, it's gonna be more of those. Ep- it's gonna be another one of those episodes where I just kind of go from the top of the dome. I feel like it flows a little bit better when I'm just kind of talking instead of looking at notes. I do have some notes here, but I'm gonna kind of go off the top of my head and kind of just you know break down the game as I saw it, as opposed to you know how I wrote it down or whatever, you know, just kind of just let the words flow, you know what I mean? So let's get into our first segment going into tonight. Um, as expected, no Serge Ibaka, who is cheering from his voodoo room in Los Angeles. He didn't travel with the team, obviously, for these uh, two road games, and we didn't need him. We didn't need him. I mean, in future rounds, we're definitely going to need him, so I'm hoping this isn't the end of the season for him because we're going to need him in those matchups, um, you know, where we're going to have to stretch the floor, and we want a guy that can rebound as well. Um, so we're definitely going to need Serge down the road. Hopefully, you know, the back isn't totally killing him and uh, he's able to get back out there. Hopefully in game five, I wouldn't count on it, but hopefully at least next round if the Clippers make it there. And I don't know what a voodoo room is. I mean, I tried, I don't know if I asked on Twitter, I just don't know what the fuck a voodoo room is. Um, when people were mentioning, it, I was like, I have never heard of a voodoo room before. Maybe I'm just stupid. I'm not too sure, but I, regardless, I don't know what a voodoo room is, and I probably will never know unless I look it up. So uh, I'll probably look that up later. And uh, I don't know. I just don't know what it is. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, another adjustment from Ty Lu, who has been absolutely great these past two games. I mean, going down two zero was. Largely due to Ty Lue, I mean, you, obviously you got to put blame on the role players, you know, guys like Marcus Morris who just haven't been showing up. But Ty Lue's rotations, man, they were they were laughable in these first two games of at home. They were just so laughable. And, I mean, games three and four, Ty Lue has just coached his ass off. He's been so good with his rotations, making the proper adjustments um, defensively and, you know, rotation-wise. I mean, um, Nicholas Batum started um, today as well, and uh, Reggie was still in that starting lineup as well. So we went small um, to start the game, and it paid dividends. I mean, the Clippers started out way better. This is their best start of the series. Um, 
they virtually led the whole game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me actually see. Did they ever trail? Um, let me see. Did they trail? I don't think they ever trailed. No, it doesn't. I think Dallas had like a four to three lead, and that was about it. I'm looking at the ESPN game flow right now, and it disappears. Dallas led for like a couple seconds, uh, four to three in the game, and the Clippers just dominated the rest of the way. I mean, it's just super great response, two games in a row by the Clippers. And I got to give Ty Lewis credit, man. He was so, so good with his rotations tonight, playing Nicholas Batum 36 minutes. I mean, he played like 19 minutes. Uh, he was around that, that 19 to 20 minute mark in the first two games, and he was great. He was just not playing enough. I mean, uh, these past two games, he's been in that 30-minute range, playing 36 minutes tonight, and was a plus 27. Uh, same as Kawhi Leonard, plus 27. It just shows Nicholas Batum, man, he had uh, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 4 steals, and 2 blocks. He had those. A lot of his steals came from like a backside rotation where he just kind of snuck around the baseline, and he took it away from a, a pass like that was supposed to be a post-up. He was kind of coming around from the backside and took gambling and taking it away, and uh, it paid off. I mean, he had a ton of deflections tonight as well, and uh, the plus 27 totally supports the eye test. And, uh, I mean, just I pray to God Nicholas Batum is a Clipper next season, man. Where would we be without him? I mean, he's just been so good, and he's been so poised. He's been so calm under the pressure this postseason so far, and I... I expect more of it. I mean, I expect him to play a ton of time from here on out, especially in this series. He's definitely earned his starting spot uh, for this series, for the rest of the series. And I believe this will be the starting lineup for the rest of this series. I mean, how many times am I going to say series in this episode? I'm like, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I do like the starting lineup. I mean, obviously, you know, the Mavericks got KP going early. He hit his first three shots, I believe. Um, and uh, you could definitely tell, I mean, uh, Rick Carlisle definitely made an emphasis to get uh, Chris Hatz going, you know, with the small lineup. They had Nicholas Batum on him. And um, you thought maybe this would be the Chris Tops game. I mean, he hasn't had, you know, a really efficient game. I mean, game two, I guess, he had like 20. But uh, he hasn't had like a game where he shot like, you know, 6 of 11 from 3 or whatever. He hasn't had one of those games yet where he's been super, super, super efficient or you know, the so-called Kristaps game, and it, I don't know if we're ever going to get it. I mean, he's just been super inconsistent. Just definitely not that second star type of guy. Maybe a third guy, but he just ain't it, to be honest. Kristaps did have 18 on 7-12, but he had it six points in the first, like, three minutes, and he kind of, you know, just disappeared after that. Um, he missed all of his threes, 0-2, um, 7-12 from the field, 4-5 from the foul line. And um, Luka Doncic, who it sucks to see. He's in pain, man, that, that neck and arm thing. He's really hurting out there. He was he had 19 points, six rebounds, six assists, nine of 24 from the field, one to seven from deep, and he missed all five of his free throws. He was a minus 16 out there, and it just it sucks, man. Uh, I think he was injured last postseason as well. He had the ankle thing where he suffered. He like turned his ankle in like the first couple of minutes of game one, I believe, where the Clippers were stomping on the Mavericks early in the game, and uh, Luca like turned his ankle, and I think that was bugging him the rest of the series. And obviously, you had that Kristaps knee thing that kept him out the last like three games of the series or whatever. But uh, just Luca, man, it just sucks to see him getting hurt. Um, you know, and it, you could definitely see it tonight. He was grimacing a lot. Um, he was short on some shots as well, and he just I don't know his shot just wasn't there. Nine of twenty-four from the field. Um, he just wasn't it tonight. He just was not there. Uh, to combat the small ball lineup, uh, Boba Marjanovic got his first minutes of the playoffs, and he was effective. Uh, what did he put up tonight? He 15 minutes, he had 12 points. He was a plus three in his 15 minutes, so I mean, you know, he was effective out there. Didn't have too much answer, too many answers for him. 
He was scoring on Zubats with ease. I mean, Zubats fouled out tonight. There were a lot of bad fouls. I mean, a lot of those fouls were pretty. I think the, the one that he fouled out on was like a so-called over the back. It was a super weak call. I mean, they both went straight up. I just thought it was a weak call. Um, but you can't really do anything about it. Zubats wasn't that great tonight. He was forcing Luka into some tough shots. Um, and Luka was missing them. I mean, he was he was uh, obviously hurt. But it's the same thing Zoo has been doing all series, man. He's just forcing Luka into those tough step-back threes. But the difference in this game was that he was missing them. And it just made Zubats look bad on defense. But, um, I mean, he's doing the same thing. And tonight he was just able to get him to miss a ton, finally. So that was pretty nice to see. Um... And yeah, man, the Clippers finally had a good lead after the first quarter. They led by like 11 or something. Um, the Mavericks were cold from deep to start the game, and it ended up being cold for the whole night. The Mavericks um, were eight, were one of eight um, after the first quarter. The Clippers led by nine, excuse me. Um, and the, I mean, the Mavs regression is finally here, man. After three long-ass games of crazy historic shooting, three-point shooting to be exact, they finally showed some regression. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. tonight was 0 of 4. Maxi Kleba 0 of 3. Dorian Finney Smith was 2 of 5. Luca 1 for 7. Chris Epps 0 for 2. Melly 0 for 1. That was in garbage time, though. Jalen Brunson 1 for 4. Josh Richardson 1 for 2, including an air ball. That was a nasty ass air ball from Josh Richardson. But Paul George started to get going in that second quarter. Uh, he had a few nice mid range jumpers. He's been hitting those all series at a really high clip. Um, the Clippers led by 13 after a few of his jumpers. And uh, Nicholas Batum, I mentioned earlier, man, he was elite on both ends of the floor, getting those steals from the baseline, you know, picking off passes, deflecting passes, and um, just the overall great half of Nicholas Batum, and definitely the right move by Ty Lue to start him in this um, in this game. And at halftime, Mavericks were 3-16 of from deep, and the Clippers led by a uh, pretty good lead. They had a 16-point lead at half. And, uh, man, we've been in this position before, man. Uh, you want to talk about the bubble games five six and seven the Clippers had a lead at half and it, it just evaporated every single time so definitely some PTSD kicking in here especially uh, halfway through the third Kawhi Leonard came out firing he was getting to the foul line um the Clippers closeouts were great tonight they were a lot more disciplined on the defensive end which is so nice to see I mean they had so many times where they were just they were not staying home on shooters um they were digging down too deep on like a Chris Porzingis post up with Paul George um, it was just, it's just some stupid mistakes on defense these first three games, and uh, they finally cleaned it up tonight, you know, staying home on shooters for the most part, not letting the role players get going at all, which led to the really bad three-point shooting from Dallas, um, especially their role players tonight. Um, it was just so nice to see on defense. The Clippers were suffocating them on, on the defensive end. Uh, the closeouts were awesome. The Clippers stretched out their lead to 26 halfway through the third. And like I said, man, we've been here before. Not at a lead this high in recent memory um, in a playoff game. But, you know, a big, a pretty big lead in a playoff game in the third quarter for the Clippers um, in a crucial game. Um, and they they kept the lead up, man. They, they responded, you know, obviously, you know, last season's team, you had your questions with, you know, closing out games. But... Uh, this team stayed poised. They stayed calm, um, and they they closed it out, man. They led by, I think the Mavericks cut it down a little bit. They cut it down to like I don't know, like eighteen or something at one point. Maybe even I don't even maybe not even that. Maybe it was never even within twenty. I just don't remember at this point. Um, and Luka Doncic was still playing with like eight minutes to go, and the Mavs were down like twenty four points. It was pretty questionable. 
definitely, you know, since, you know, obviously I understand if he wasn't injured, you know, maybe you try to make one last push, you know, maybe you got like a 12-0 run in you to really make it interesting. But with the way the Clippers were playing, it just didn't seem likely. I mean, and obviously with Luka Hurt, I mean, you want to give him as much rest as possible. I mean, at that point, if I was Rick Carl, I would have just said, man, they got us. They beat our ass in this one. I'm going to sit down Luka, uh, have him rest up for game five, get him ahead on that treatment. And uh, no, he didn't do that. He's played Luka a few more minutes to get maybe one last run. And uh, the Mavericks weren't able to cut it down the lead at all. Um, Reggie hit some big threes down the stretch to, you know, really put the candles on the cake in the words of Brian Seaman. Um, it was just a great game, man. The garbage time guys came in, did some work. I didn't really pay attention to that, obviously. But, you know, Luke Kennard had a really bad-looking jumper. I mean, he was 0-1 for four, uh, in four minutes tonight, four garbage time minutes. He had, like, a really bad – it was closer to air ball, but it hit, like, the the opposite side of the backboard. It, I don't know. It was bad. But, you know, he hasn't really taken a game-time jumper in a while, so I understand. It's whatever. But Clippers win 106-81. to Kawhi Leonard, 29-10. And three with two steals, two blocks. He had those two blocks early in the game. Really good stuff from Kawhi. Paul George had 20 on 6-16, 3-6 from deep, 5-6 from the line. He had also nine rebounds, three assists, three turnovers. But, you know, Paul George gets a, uh, a few turnovers here and there. Rajon Rondo, seven points, five rebounds, four assists. He was great. Excuse me. Reggie Jackson, 15 points on 5-12, 3-8 from deep. With those two huge threes at the end of the game, like I said. And yeah, man, the Clippers tied the season series, the series, two to two. I will be in the building for Game Five, cheering my fucking ass off. If I don't lose my voice, I'm gonna be really disappointed in myself. And I'm hyped as fuck, man. It's gonna be a huge game, two two. We back at Staples. It's a best of three series with two of those games at home, man. So you couldn't have asked for a better situation uh, going down two zero if you were the Clippers. I mean, responding like this, two huge, astronomical road wins with a packed crowd. And you come back home to your home fans who are energized as hell. You have the momentum. Let's get a dub, man. Let's get two more wins, and let's get on out of here. Let's get out of here, man. Let's get to that second round, and let's let's uh, let's fight some demons. Let's do it, baby. I'm excited as fuck. If you guys don't follow me on Twitter, make sure you guys do at TreyLAC underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. And I'll see you guys at Game 5. If you guys are at Game 5, make sure you guys you know DM me. I'll be in Section 109 um, if you guys are listening to this. I'll make sure to tweet it out as well. And um, make sure you guys do hit me up, man. I'll be putting out a tweet or whatever. Um, you be uh, trying to get a hold of you guys. You know, I want to take pictures with as much. I want to take pictures with as many of you guys as possible because I don't go out to LA often. Um, I'm four hours north of LA, so you know, I don't really make the drive out there often. But you know, I want to try to go to a game. Uh, if we make it to the second round, I mean, I'm going with my friend uh, for this first round game. Um, but I mean, if I got if I gotta go, you know, to round two game. By myself, man, I'm driving my ass down there. I want to go, you know, to as many games as possible. Uh, at least want to go to, you know, obviously, you know, conference finals and finals tickets are expensive as fuck. But if I can go to a first-round game and a second-round game, man, if it's possible, then I'm going to do it, man. So thank you guys again for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. It's been your boy, Trey LAC, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.